Hello and welcome to another edition of Painting the Corners. Wild card series were super fun this past weekend, and now it's time to head into the division series. Great matchups for these four five-game series. We got Padres, Dodgers, Phillies, Braves, Astros, Mariners, and Yankees, Guardians. So should be some real, real fun matchups. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. So just like we said last week with the wild card series, uh, if you want to hear about the Padres and the Dodgers division series, head over to our other episode on painting the Padres, where we break that series down in a lot more detail. Um, Padres lost to the Dodgers in all six series this year in the regular season, but they certainly have some hope heading into this series. Dodgers have been sitting at home for a week and the Padres are, are really playing their best baseball of the year. So should be a really fun series there. Uh, but first of all, let's break down Phillies Braves NL East matchup. What you think about that one? You know, I would love to say that I think this series is going to be some barn burner where everyone's going off and we're going to have five game series. But man, I just don't just don't have that feeling about this one. The Braves are just too good, and the Phillies are just not. So, I don't know. I mean, I just don't see this series going much deeper than four games max. You're still sleeping on the Phils after their sweep of the Cardinals? Yeah, I'm sleeping on the Phils because the Cardinals just look terrible. I didn't think the Phillies looked great. I just thought the Cardinals looked terrible. So, yeah. That is that is pretty true. The Cardinals kind of beat themselves in that series. But, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a sweep. Um Strider is still questionable. I don't know really how sh- how he's going to be used in that series. Uh, it'll be what Ranger Suarez against Freed in Game One. Yeah, assuming yeah, that's a tough matchup. But you know, it's all it's pretty much going to come down to the Phillies bats whether they can uh, crack that vaunted Braves rotation: Freed, Wright, Morton, and potentially Strider. Um. It'll be tough, but I, I can definitely see an upset in the works here. I think I picked the Braves. You picked the Cardinals, didn't you? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. As they are not even uh, playing. So. <laughs> yeah. I think when it comes down to it in this series, like you say, the Phillies offense is going to be crucial, but I just see the Braves hitting – being able to hit the Phillies' good pitching. I don't see the Phillies hitting, being able to hit the good Braves' pitching. And there's just way more good Braves' pitching than there is Phillies' hitting and pitching. I don't know. I'm Maybe this isn't a limb, but I'm going to go say this is going to be a three-game sweep for the Braves. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not convinced it's going to be a sweep because there will be a Wheeler game and a NOLA game in there at some point. But, yeah, the problem is that's really the Phillies' two best shots, and you can't win a five-game series with two shots. You need three. 
So it'll be tough for them. They're going to need a heroic performance from somebody other than Wheeler and Nola. Um, and even, like, the problem is even if you do get Wheeler at his best and Nola at his best, Freed or Wright or Morton or Strider can match them on any given day. Um, so, you know, anything's possible, but this is definitely a clear edge to the Braves. I think it probably goes four. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's probably the more likely, but I just, man, because the way I look at it is game one is going to be such a, a like, rollover. I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I just see the Braves running them. At that point, in my mind, game two comes around. Phillies have to win game two or else the series is over because there's no way they're winning three games in a row. But on top of that, they just don't have the the team to handle the Braves in any point in the series. And they would need historic pitching performances from Nola and Wheeler. And then both of them, not just one. They need something pretty miraculous to happen. And I just don't see that happening. And for me, that's why I give it a sweep. I just feel like the Braves are going to overpower them. Yeah, I mean, we all know the Phillies have a top-heavy lineup and they have a top-heavy rotation. And that's been the Braves' strength all year. They have a deep lineup and they have a deep rotation. And they have a deep bullpen, for that matter, too. And the Phillies do not uh, match them there either. Um, But I I still don't think the Phillies are going to roll over. I got them winning at least a game there. Um, Maybe game two. But we'll see. We'll see. Should be fun either way. Looking forward to uh, some Harper and Schwarber shenanigans, some narco being played for William Contreras. Lots of fun stuff in that series. Blooper. That's actually that's what I'm looking forward to the most. The bloopers <laughs> tweets. Yep. Funny. Right, so, um, yeah, it's pretty much consensus here. We both have the Braves moving on to the NL Championship Series and I think it's safe to say both of us have the Padres moving on to the National League Championship Series. So Braves-Padres is going to be what you have going on. Count it. Book it. Book it. All righty. So let's see who is going to be moving on in the American League side. And let's start with our we'll start with the Guardians and Yankees. Uh, no, Guardians, no, 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 no. We're starting, we're starting with the Astros and the Mariners because they're on the West Coast. Okay, fair enough. So we'll start with the... Astros and the Mariners, and I can tell you the whole country wants the Mariners to win. Johnny, is that going to happen? No, unfortunately. Uh, I would love it to happen. But the Astros are, I mean, one of the best AL. They're on one of the best stretches in AL history, which is a lot to say when the Yankees are in the American League. But they are the first team in AL history to win 100 games in four out of five seasons. Four out of five full seasons, excluding 2020, obviously. Just an absolute powerhouse. Uh, They killed the Mariners this year, uh, I think, in the regular season. Let me look that up, actually. Um, But, yeah, I think even beyond those numbers, even if it is a split series of Mariners had favored, it's just you look at this team, and it's for. Production after production after production from everyone in the lineup, everyone in the rotation, and everyone in that bullpen. They just do such a good job of getting... It's not even like they get the most out of guys. They just have guys that produce. They produce at the right times, and they're just solid players. And it's really tough to be a team that is so consistent as the Astros. Yeah. So the the Astros were 12-7 and against the Mariners 
this year. Not quite on the Dodgers Padres fourteen and five level, but um, pretty solid, uh, pretty solid performances there against the Mariners. Now you can say that the Mariners didn't have Luis Castillo at those points, probably for at least a few of those series. Yeah, unfortunate thing about that is Luis Castillo is only going to be able to pitch once in this series unless he goes on short rest because he will get game two. Um, no, wait, because the ALDS has an extra off day. The NLDS only has an off day between games two and three, but the ALDS also has one between games four and five. It's, it's, uh. a, different, it's a little quirk to the schedule. I forgot about that because, yeah, okay. So if the... Mariners push it to five games, they will have Castillo. No, because the off day is before rest. game two for them. Oh, it is? Yeah, because they play, they play Tuesday, then Thursday. They play Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Wait. Saturday, Monday, I think it is. Let me look. I'm looking right now. Okay, so they play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday? So they have no game Wednesday, no game Friday. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So if he pitches Thursday, then There's he no would, way he's pitching on Monday. He could not pitch on Monday, no. Okay, well, there goes that bubble bursted. So yes, anyway, my original point was correct. They will only be able to use Castillo once. And while he is a formidable starting pitcher um he can only do so much in one game so they will have to rely heavily on robbie ray logan gilbert who did not perform well gilbert didn't pitch but ray did not perform well in the wild card game wild card series game two um he's been solid but just not dominant this year obviously coming off a cy young season Last year, ERA in the high threes. So looks like they'll entrust game one start to Gilbert against Verlander. Uh, I'm presuming Verlander's going to go game one. I haven't yeah. seen any indications otherwise. So that's obviously a tough game. Um, as uh, Kevin Cash memorably said, I think after the 2019 ALCS when the Rays or the ALDS, I think, when the Rays played the uh, Astros, we got Verlandered. <laughs> and then the next night, they got cold. So, um, Mariners don't have to worry about cold, but after Verlander, the, the rotation is still plenty scary. Um, from Valdez is on a current streak of, like, 26 or something consecutive quality starts. Or maybe he broke the streak in his last start. I can't really remember, but obviously, you know, Throwing really well, keeps the ball on the ground, limits home runs, which is huge in the postseason. So that's tough. You got Lance McCullers, uh, you got Christian Javier, Jose Arquiti, that dude Hunter Brown, the prospect who's like literally Verlander 2.0. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Astros pitching is hugely dominant, and that like it might not even be as good as their lineup, uh, which is pretty wild. So tough matchup for the M's. I would love, I would, I would totally love to see them pull off the Cinderella comeback upset here. Um, but I really just don't see it happening. 
Yeah, neither do I. And it's going to be tough for the Mariners to carry momentum into such a formidable opponent as the Astros. Because that's kind of what they're riding right now is a lot of momentum, a lot of, you know, playing well. You don't win. You don't come back from the seven-run deficit that they were just because you're a really good team. Like, that, that's momentum. That's energy. That's trusting in yourselves. You know, the Dodgers aren't going to be able to do that every night. So, yeah, they're riding a high right now. And it's going to be really tough to continue to ride that high in Houston. And, you know, I see them getting a, getting a win in this series for sure. They're not going to get swept. I'd be very shocked if they got swept. Game five, possibility. But if it goes to a game five, I see no realm in which they're able to win the series. I see the Astros winning this in four. Yeah, because game five will be Verlander. Yeah. If he starts game one. Well, if he starts game one, he can actually come back for game four because of the off day. Although that would be that'd be weird because then your game two starter on can't Thursday go. can't go <laughs> game five. Yeah, that's just a weird scenario. So I don't know how they'll play it. They'll probably they'll probably go a straight four starters and save Verlander for game five. If needed. If needed, yeah. So I don't know. I mean if the rally shoes in play, all bets might be off. We saw the magic of that in Seattle. But yeah, I mean honestly I am just super stoked for the city of Seattle to have postseason baseball at home at least one game. That's that's honestly like one of the greatest parts about these wild card series was that three of the road teams won and will get postseason baseball in their cities and even more so three cities that haven't had postseason baseball in a long time. San Diego, Philadelphia, and Seattle. Um the Rays were the only road team that lost. And A, the Trop is terrible. And B, they've had postseason baseball for like the last five years in a row anyway. So great script by the MLB scriptwriters there. Yeah, definitely was. Um, so, you know, the I'm just trying to think of a scenario in which the Mariners can win this. The Mariners can win this series if, if and only if, their starting pitching dominates, in my opinion. I yeah. think they're going to struggle to produce runs because they're just not a home run hitting team. They're not a slug team. They don't score a lot of runs. And I know they kind of did in the series, but you know that was one game. Yeah, they just got to shove, and that's pretty much going to be it. They need. Yeah. They also need if they're winning when they get to their bullpen. You know that gives them a good shot. I do give them a good shot if they can be winning late in games. Yeah, I mean, and you know Gilbert has flashed ace potential. He had he had a really, really solid first half. Uh, he's faded a little bit down the stretch, but, you know, he's got high velocity, got a good mix of pitches. He can shut down a lineup on any given night. Granted, I mean, that doesn't mean he will. He could certainly go out there and have a clunker, but he's got strikeout stuff, which matters in the postseason. We know Robbie Ray has that potential, although he hasn't really flashed it so much this year. Castillo, obviously, ace, but beyond that, you know, it gets a little muddy. Um, are you going to start George Kirby? He's had a great rookie season, but, you know, there's rookies are always a bit of a unknown quantity in the postseason. Are they going to fold under the pressure? Um, or not even just fold, but, you know, it's, it's a lot to, to step up in the postseason. So Astros have a much more experienced team, a much more experienced rotation. Um all signs really point to giving the Astros the edge. Can't help but hope for a, 
a good series here. I'll take Astros in five. And I think that's an extremely likely possible possibility, but I'm going to stick with my earlier prediction of Astros in four. So, so now let's kind of preview who the Astros in this scenario will be playing, and that's going to be between the Cleveland Guardians and the New York Yankees. And I think this one has the best possibility for an upset. Um, a Cleveland team that has the pitching to shut down the Yankees lineup they are coming off a very solid sweep of the Rays at home. They've had great vibes all year, seem like a really cohesive team. Whereas the Yankees kind of faded down the stretch, played a little stressful ball, you know, looked like they might lose the division there for a minute. Also had the distraction of Judge's home run chase. Also have the new, more recent distraction of Aroldis Chapman skipping a workout and being left off the playoff roster. So, you know, a little turmoil in New York, a little uneasiness. I could see this one going to Cleveland. So, yeah, this definitely feels like a series that can be an upset. I completely agree. And and that's the fun part about the playoffs is, you know, while the Yankees might seem like the evil empire versus, you know, the little guy here, that's not necessarily the case. The Guardians have the pitching. And let's kind of go over that pitching because it, makes this series a little bit more interesting than it might seem uh, to the average to the average fan. So game one, you have Cal Quantrill, the fourth starter for the Guardians, versus Garrett Cole, right? Well, you want to guess who has a better ERA this regular season? It's going to be Cal Quantrill. Had a better ERA than Garrett Cole, albeit not by a lot, but he had a 3.38 ERA, and Cole was supporting a 3.5. No one's going to argue that Garrett Cole is a worse pitcher than Cal Quantrill. That would be absinthe. But Quantrill did have a phenomenal year. He's a contact-oriented pitcher that attacks you and brings high energy. And Cole's the guy who's going to strike you out, but has the occasional blow-up inning because he does struggle with walks here and there. And and the home run ball has bitten him before when he gets behind and counts. So Interesting game one because Cole, strikeout pitcher, plays in the playoffs. Quantrill, contact pitcher in a Yankee Stadium bandbox, doesn't really play. So it's tough to see that being too much of an equal matchup. But the numbers wouldn't argue and, and would argue, I should say, and they would say otherwise. So that should be fun first matchup. Game two uh, is going to be Nasty Nestor Cortez against Shane Bieber. That's a pretty good matchup. And if you're the Guardians, why wouldn't you feel confident in Shane Bieber? Yeah. What he did to the Rays was pretty incredible. Definitely. Um, and then in Game Three, the Yankees haven't announced yet, but the Guardians like are running Severino. Severino going Game Three against Tristan McKenzie. Those of you who don't know, Tristan McKenzie had a two point nine six ERA in the regular season. He had a game where he struck out fourteen guys. Tristan McKenzie is legit. Okay, and then you kind of get further into the series and. You know, I'm not going to dive into four and five, but you can see how this plays out for the Guardians. They have pitching, and they have really good pitching, and they have Emmanuel Class A. They don't have a good offense, and that's what scares me if I'm the Guardians, and that's what makes it difficult for them to upset is the offense just isn't there compared to what the Yankees have. Yeah, it'll take somebody stepping up behind Jose Ramirez, that's for sure. It'll take Andres Jimenez. He had a great season. Uh, it'll take Ahmed Rosario, Stephen Kwan, Miles Straw, Josh Naylor. Josh Naylor, that's a big name to keep an eye on because in the last wildcard series, the only ever wildcard series before this, um, 
when the then Indians were playing the Yankees in 2020, um, Naylor went off against Garrett Cole. I think he went three for three with a homer and two doubles, uh, something like that. Absolutely dominated uh, in that series. So, A, he's got a flair for the dramatic. B, he's seen Cole well in the past. Um, I'm ready to see his helmet fly off, all that hair flowing in the wind. Uh, That should be a really interesting matchup. You know, Yankees have the edge on paper. They won 99 games. Cleveland won 92. But, you know, 92 wins is nothing to shake a stick at. That's four more than the Braves won last year. And that makes them a dangerous team. Any team is dangerous in the playoffs. We've seen this. We've seen this year after year. So I would I'm very confident in their pitching. I'm very confident in Bieber and McKenzie, especially to give them competitive outings. Uh, Please act if it gets that far. Quantrill as well. So if they can limit the home runs to the Yankees and if they can get some timely hitting from their own offense, I could see this being an upset, you know? I mean, I'm also saying this out of a deep-seated anti-New York bias, so take that for what you will. But I cannot resist the thought of both New York teams being eliminated in the first round. That would be amazing. And then you add on the Dodgers can get bounced by the Padres, you would have something something to brew in there. So that would be that would be pretty, pretty special, no doubt. Um, but... If you're going to ask me my opinion, and I really want to, with all my heart, say the Guardians are going to win this series, it is so difficult for my brain to convince my heart. And that's what I'm trying to do as I'm stalling and talking to you guys right now. But, man, it's just so difficult because the Yankees just have a better formula than the Guardians, in my opinion. Both teams have pitching. The Guardians have a better closer, but that's about it in the bullpen ranks. I trust the Yankees' pen to be okay, even without the role as Chapman and, but yeah, I don't know, man. It just, it seems really difficult. It seems like a stretch to say the guardians can win this series. At least that's what my, my brain is telling me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you mentioned a role as Chapman. That's another reason that the guardians might come in feeling confident because they have been a complete cohesive team all year. They, you know, they really united under Terry Francona. It seems like they have a, a great clubhouse in there. Great vibes going Whereas the Yankees, you know, there's a little bit of angst, a little bit of questionable um, vibes going on in New York, and that could open the door. You never know. No, 100%. And that's, I think, kind of the formula in a sense for the Guardians is we are a team. And the Yankees, they seem like a good team. I'm not going to say they don't look cohesive because they do, and they seem to enjoy each other. But they're just not that same level of the Guardians. And one may argue the Guardians have the most cohesiveness left of all the teams. And that's a big reason that they won 92 games and are where they are. Um, yeah, I just still I still struggle. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with a prediction here. And, and for me, it's going to be Yankees winning the series in five. And I just can't see it going any other way than that, to be honest. All right. Well, I still hold out hope for a anti-New York ALCS. But, you know, I, I totally recognize that the Yankees are probably the better team here. I'd, I'll be interested to see what Fangraph's odds give. Uh, let me look that up, actually, real quick. I bet I can find it in a jiffy here. Um, 
Zips postseason game by game odds. So yeah, Fangraphs has the Yankees with the fifty-seven point seven to forty-two point three edge here in this series. So a clear advantage for the Yankees, but obviously not uh, insurmountable. So we've got some good predictions here. Padres over the Dodgers. We're crossing our fingers for that. San Diego kids here, but um, I think we'll definitely see at least one upset, maybe two in this series. And that's what we all come to the postseason for. Um, You just love these opportunities for teams that, that haven't been in the postseason for a while. Padres, Phillies, Mariners, especially, of course, to uh, come out there in October and, and really show what they're made of. So I know Logan's excited. I will be too. And uh, we'll talk to you next week after what promises to be another outstanding round in the division series. So see ya.